Angela and Anthony. Maybe Linwood Boomer too. We love Brian Cranston, as I'm sure you do too. Angela and Anthony. Sorry for this shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston. Podcast in the middle. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Podcast in the Middle. My name is Angela. And my name is Anthony. And uh, we're here to discuss episode 14. 1 4. The Bots and the Bees. And the Bees. Bots and the Bees. Um, real quick, originally aired May 7th, 2000. Directed by Chris Coach and written by Alan J. Higgins and David Richardson. Wonderful. Good stuff. I do remember this episode. Yeah, I remembered it when I watched it. Yeah, I remember half of it. I remember the bots stuff. Yeah. But uh, let's get right into it. Yeah, what are we waiting for? Uh, So, as always, it's feeling a little chilly in here. (laughs) (laughs) That cold open. (laughs) Should have brought my parka. <laughs> anyway, um, pretty good cold open, I'd say. Uh, it's the the boys are uh, looking through the house, destroying the house, looking for quarters, looking for spare change. Just looking for spare change, uh, so they can go play arcade games. Yeah, and they have to keep going back and forth between the house and the arcade because they're only finding a quarter at a time. Right, which makes no sense. <laughs> Like you got one, and then it's just them running over, <laughs> and then like they immediately die and have to come back. Right, you would think they would just spend a good hour looking for change, and yeah, then right. go to the arcade. But I guess they want the instant gratification. And I guess they don't get an allowance. Uh, it doesn't seem like it. I, I can't. Probably... It doesn't sound like they do a lot of chores anyway. Yeah, <laughs> house is always really messy anyway. Um. But yeah, pretty good cold open. And um, as they normally are. And this one, uh, this one starts off with the uh, the Krellboins. The uh, the Krellboins and Malcolm are coming over to Malcolm's house with a videotape. A video that kind of sounds like it would be something inappropriate. Sounds like it'd be a porn. Sounds like it's going to be porn. That's what Malcolm thinks it is. He calls it porno, though. And I feel like porno, <laughs> I feel like porno is like an early two thousands. Now everyone just says porn. Why? I feel like a porno. a porno is more of like the tape that you get okay. from the dirty video store or the mag. The I dirty... picked up a porno. I picked... <laughs> but it's, I guess it's more. I'm As watching. I picked some up a porn. porno for this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm watching some porn on the internet. I guess, I guess you would it... say. Right? Exactly. You're not going to say, I'm going to go watch a porno on the internet. I'm watching right. porn. Right? <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to isolate that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty funny. And because Malcolm wants to, he's like, I thought this was porn. And they're like, it's better. It's, instead, it's uh, it's robot fighting competitions. Uh, BattleBots, which Battle is actually, which was actually a called. real thing. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure what it was called. That's what it was called. Yeah, it was called BattleBots. I watched it back in the day. <laughs> And the uh, boys are, they want to watch the video because they want to enter a competition. And the only house they'd be able to get away with it at is Malcolm's. Right, yeah. Like the only lack of supervision. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Did you catch Um, um, a good quote from Stevie? 
about how no one is excluded. Well, he goes, who? Is he referring to like wanking it? I'll just say it. What? He's like, this is because Malcolm's like, I thought this was porno. And Stevie's like, this is better. No one is excluded. <laughs> like, is that, a, is that a, a reference to them? You know, um, maybe, maybe not everything works. It goes with the episode title, too. For Stevie. Right. Yeah. Just, just a thought. OK. That's where my head went anyway. I'm going to file the term wanking it under something that we should never talk about again <laughs> as brother and sister. <laughs> and I feel like we've talked about a lot <laughs> on this podcast that we normally never would have. And I'm just going to file that one. Under, let's not bring it up ever again. But All no, right. Stevie says, um, he goes, who is your daddy at some oh, point yeah. when they're watching the robots? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I meant to bring this up like either the last episode or before that. Um, do you think Malcolm, Malcolm looks a lot, not a lot, but looks significantly older than in the last like couple beginning episodes of the season? I think they all do because I think Reese does too. There's like a yeah, there's like a little bit of a jump, and it's like okay, you can see the aged. But I think usually, bit. usually, but it's from noticeable. Your, yeah, but usually in a season one, they usually film the pilot so much earlier than the rest of the episodes. Right, Malcolm's so, voice kind of sounds squeaky too. Yes, so it's probably a situation like that where they have they're just growing significantly from the beginning through season one. Yeah, they were probably hired younger film the pilot right. and then it gets picked up and then they start filming all the other episodes. So they're getting older. So I think we're going to see that a lot. You might even okay. notice a huge difference in season one and season two. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because I noticed it again and I was like, eh, maybe it's not just me. Yeah. But it's almost like subtle. Yeah. Um, I thought another funny line was too, was, you know, like, you know, building these things is expensive and Dabney's like, no problem. My father tries to buy my love. <laughs> <laughs> which i don't think we've seen dabney since the picnic no i don't think so either i can never remember the other crowboy's name their other regular one the black hair no i don't know i always forget his name we'll have to look and then it that, up. the redhead kid he's familiar too yeah he was at the picnic um but yeah pretty cool they're gonna build a bot as we'll see um and then we also learn that uh, Francis has an emergency medical issue, a burst appendix. Yep. So Lois uh, is leaving to go see him in at military school because he's in the hospital. That's right. And um, you learn that like he, he used it as an excuse like prior. And then like, that's the <laughs> joke. Like, oh, it actually happened to him. Boy who cried wolf. I guess that must really hurt having a burst appendix, huh? Oh, of course. Yeah. Have you had one? No, I've not had one, but I have a friend who's had one. Oof, very scary. painful. Yeah, it's very scary because you could die from it if you don't right. get it taken care of. Um, but we find out that Hal and Lois have never been apart in 18 years. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? That's not healthy. Um, I'm sure it wasn't intentional. They probably just realized like, oh, hey, wow. That's now that crazy you think about to it. me. That's crazy to me, but then we're going to see why. But then and she he, says, so is she flying to go see Francis? That's a good question. How is she getting there? Because don't they only have one car? Right. That's true. I think they do, yeah. I think they only have one car. 
I didn't really thought about whether she how she got there. I think she probably flew them. Yeah. That makes more sense. But um, Francis is in the hospital. Yeah. And who else is visiting him but good old Edwin, Spangler? Who uh you know, tells him he's gonna be doing his homework. He <laughs> says <laughs> something like this is a good time to attack the weakness in your character. And uh, we also see Alan Strange again. Yes, Alan Strange. Back the last time I think we saw him was uh, for Paquito Cabeza. Yes. And- he got shoved in a locker <laughs> and like chucking away. We never saw him again until now. So. Francis tells him that this is the single greatest thing that's ever happened to him. Oh, he's stoked, yeah. And finally Lois cannot blame him for this because he almost died. So he's really happy about it. Exactly. It's pretty funny. And um, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, Lois is leaving and the boys kind of realize, like, um, you know, now's the time to, like, ask dad to do things that Lois would say no to. What can they get away with? Right. And, Dewey um, wants to wear his pajamas to school. Right. Reese wants to something with BB guns. And Malcolm says, but you don't own a BB gun. And he says, not yet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Malcolm decides, like, well, you know, after I tell him I'm going to build a, a dangerous robot, anything else after that's not going to seem as bad. Right. Um, and that's when Craig knocks on the door. Oh, Craig. And he's like, be strong. Creepy Craig. And he tries to, like, tell him what's going on. And he goes, he's like, no, it was, it was Francis. And he goes, oh, did he shoot her? I, I told her <laughs> that boy was trouble. Like, it's so funny. And then we get a, we get a hint to the location here did, did you catch that no i just i they said he was in alabama and i was thinking to myself do we know that he's in, a, in alabama yes we do know he's in alabama how says lois went down to alabama down uh, south right and not in this episode but the next one i have another hint that kind of that can confirm it even further no um but no, we'll have i didn't to get catch to that, that. But it's, yeah. isn't Alabama pretty far south? It's far south, but it's it's east, not east coast, mm. but it's more eastern, right. like mid mid country. Interesting. I was like looking at the map of the U.S. and I, I literally couldn't find Alabama for like a minute. I'm, oh, like, where, I'm like, where the heck is it? Well, that's what I'm doing right now, and I'm going to see how fast I can find it. Shout out to uh, our Alabamians. Any Alabama listeners? Sweet home. Sweet home, Alabama. Let's see. Map of the U.S. Okay, so it is under Tennessee, next to Mississippi and Georgia, and a little bit above Florida. Yeah. All right. I didn't think it was so much east. I thought it was more no, center. It's, yeah. So it's not on the east coast. But all right. So if he's saying down, I wonder if they live in, like, Michigan or Indiana. Maybe Indiana. Just wait. Just wait. Okay. All right. I don't know why, but like I was just so keen to like when I heard him say like it was it's so subtle, you know, like go down to Alabama. Yeah. So it's it's good enough to go on the notes, so that it shall. All right. We'll have to keep talking about it. Yeah. Uh, But let's move on. Uh, We're back at the hospital. Um, Francis is pissed that they miss putting his mom miss putting the catheter in him. Uh, and he has like a roommate who's like telling him to shut up like about his mom for like two seconds. <laughs> and that's actually when Lois arrives. Right. Um, and she meets Spangler. She, yeah, for the first time probably. 
and she's so badass, like just totally Spangler can't even handle it. And she's like, where's your eye? <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally wrote down Lois rocks it in this scene. Well, she is. It's like it's the first person that really shook Spangler. Yeah. And he kind of falls in love with her. Um, it puts in her place too because she's like she's like my boy's not doing homework go play army man somewhere else right he probably um, Lois probably reminds him of his mother maybe yeah so it's probably like bringing some stuff up he's probably a little triggered but when he walks out he says to himself she is magnificent yeah. and she is I would agree with him <laughs> yeah this was that was a great Lois scene and then uh, poor Hal is at home and he's so lonely He's rubbing the Bengay on the pillow? Yeah, I guess Lois probably uses it on her sore muscles. Okay, so right. So she probably right. smells, it's probably a scent that reminds Hal of Lois. <laughs> um, interesting scent. But yeah. he can't sleep, he's so sad. Yeah, and Meanwhile, then he starts reverting immediately. Oh, yes, apparently he's had a, quite a life before Lois. <laughs> we learn about Hal's wild past. Yeah. Um, um, pretty funny. Malcolm is working on his robot with his friends, and Hal's checking up on them, and he starts giving some opinions. Yeah, Hal was so cool in this scene too, because <laughs> he was like, you know, he's like, my parents don't know we're doing this, and he's like, well, I guess you better not tell your parents. <laughs> and that was it. I'm like, holy, yeah, that was so good. <laughs> and um, he suggests like a flamethrower or something, like just I'll just so nonchalant about it too. So great how great at uh, Lois moments right here. Yeah. And uh, Lois has to sleep at the school. <laughs> yeah, in the dorm. The boys, because all the hotels are taken because there's a, a gay rodeo. The gay rodeo is in town. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. So she has to sleep at the school. And uh, Spangler is totally crushing on Lois. Totally. Um, and that's, he kind of explains it too. He's like, you know, it does wonders for the local economy, but... <laughs> And then uh, we also learned Francis is a C-section baby. We did? Yeah, he's giving her a sp- – he's like, it's time to give him a sponge bath. Yeah. I forget why she brings it up. No, she but, just um, says that he's talking about how much pain he's in. Oh, right, right. And she says, you can't imagine pain for boys. And it was oh, how many? 72 hours of labor. And he was like and most he was like a half third of, of it. That. How <laughs> oh, do you yeah. know – that doesn't mean it ended in a C-section. No, Francis says it. He does? He says, sorry, I came out feet first. No, that doesn't mean anything. That means that she birthed him that way. I'm pretty sure that she even they say C-section. I don't know. Well, anyway. I'm going to have to look into it. As um, someone who had a C-section first, I didn't catch that. I'm a C-section baby as well. You sure are. Came into this world feet first. You sure are. Feet on the ground. <laughs> That's supposed to mean. you sure are Gavin is is also a C-section baby you two have a lot in common such as (laughs) well the audience is waiting you're both very special wow (laughs) anyway um, anyway there's a funny scene too where she talks about the tattoo and like I guess you learned Francis has a tramp stamp yes (laughs) And Hal used to have one, but she made him burn it off. Burn it which off, sounds yeah. really painful because I'm sure they don't have the money to pay for. Well, getting a tattoo laser. removed is expensive as hell. Right, but it sounds like he kind of burned it off himself. 
That's what they make it seem like, yeah. Because I'm sure they couldn't afford the laser surgery to get a tattoo right. removed. That's expensive. But then this is where we learn about, like, you know, you used to ride a motorcycle and all the drinking and the fighting. Yeah, that's where the boys get it from. Which is shocking to hear, really. I don't think so. They had to get it from someone. Suppose. And let me cut back to Hal. He's back eating junk food in bed, throwing scissors at the ceiling. He still can't sleep. Yeah. He so calls the military school, and no one, but no one picks up. No one picks up. The payphone. But he starts and, working on the robot. Yeah. And that's, yeah, Malcolm wakes up to him working on the battle bot. And like they cut the chair in half. He's like, I know, I know. Wait till I put the big blade on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of starts t- overtaking the project from the, the kids. So. Yeah. But, um, but the boys are occupied, too. They're watching a movie. They're watching, I movies. guess, Kung Fu movies. And Doughy has drank about 48 <laughs> cans of soda. Yeah, that scene's really funny. When they, like, zoom in on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when the crowd boys knock on the door and they're like, we want out. Yeah, they don't want to work on it anymore because of Hal. Right. Hal's working on it. He's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, he has that's so funny. the idea to make a have bees come out of a cannon. Right. With the precision of a laser. With the precision of a laser. That's when the, he's like dismantling the lawnmower. I guess he's going to use the motor in there for the <laughs> battle bot. And um, it's funny too because he he's like talks about Lois. He's like, God, how I miss that woman. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, there was that, that weird scene with the wolves. Oh, he hears the dogs howling, and he starts is it dogs howling. or wolves. Well, I it wolves. I, it's probably dogs, but the way that that could be a location hint too. If it's wolves. wolves in the area, aren't there certain areas where, like, you know, wolves and wildlife are more? Probably. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to. But I would imagine that's more like woodsy areas. They kind of live in a suburban neighborhood yeah i think they're just dogs that okay. are just howling my dog howls okay yeah and he not howls so back. much now but yeah and how howls back <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really funny stuff um and then we cut to lois playing foosball with all the kids at military school and they love her yeah which makes francis so angry because he just wants her to leave so they get into a big fight Spangler asks her if he wants to do doubles. And she's just like, no. It's like, it's like okay, then. <laughs> um, and that's when Francis like, just says, get out, leave. I don't want you to be here. Yeah. And uh, looks like a total dick. Looks like a total wanker. And, uh, <laughs> but, but, um, and then we're back to Hal. He's acting crazy, dancing in his underwear. Yeah. The and boys, uh, uh, then I get a nice little... A little deep quote from Hal. Uh, what he says about work. His uh, boss calls him because he didn't show <laughs> yeah. up to work today. And Hal yeah. says, Hal says, there is a perfectly good reason why I did not come into work today. Because I decided that eight hours of joyless, mind-numbing crap just did not sound like much fun. And then oh, his boss must say something. And Hal says, well, then let's just agree to disagree. <laughs> Which is, you know, very true. Sure. Very true. But we go back to military school and poor Lois is packing. Right. And then finally Francis feels bad, so he asks her to stay and then they can go do something. Right. And then we go back to the house and Craig's by to deliver the check for or the Lois's work check. Yeah. 
and he wants to make sure they know it was him who dropped it off. And um, Malcolm doesn't know what to do, and Craig's like the only adult around, so he's right. like, "You got to help me. My dad's gone off the rails." And uh, Craig before goes he eats a sandwich, right to the kitchen to make a sandwich because <laughs> he can't. He needs to eat a sandwich first. Apparently, but and, Hal uh, does not like Craig. No, he loses it on Craig here. He loses it. He calls him like fats or something. <laughs> And uh, normally, like in the past, he's been friendly and kind of oblivious to how much he likes Lois. Yeah. Um, And we also learned the name of the bot is Lois number two. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. Um, And then Malcolm grabs the remote and is like threatens to shoot Hal with the the laser bees. Yes. And um, Craig kind of intervenes and one of them accidentally presses the button. And the bees come out. The rest of them have time to get out of the way, but apparently Hal doesn't. Hal does not. And fun fact. Oh, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Fun fact. Brian Cranston, who likes to do his own stunts, actually was covered in 10,000 bees for this scene. Oof. And he was only never. stung one time. Supposedly, yeah. That's crazy. I could, That's I, terrifying. I don't, I don't like when one single bee flies by my ear and buzzes. Like, I freak out, let alone... <laughs> like, <laughs> And like bees are great, you know. We need oh, yeah. bees. Well, once but the I bees start going, that's the end. I don't like them near me. If yeah. they can just Oof. hang out on the other side of the room, we're good. So I can't even imagine having to be covered in bees for this. And then he tells the boys to call nine one one. Yeah. But they can't. Why can't they? Something with ripped the, out phone. the phone. Oh, he ripped, ripped out, out the earlier, phone. Remember. And then they can't go to the neighbor's house because the neighbors just... don't like them. <laughs> and so they just have to wait for Lois to come home. Um, and I, I feel like the look on his face is is real, too. Like, he looks so... <laughs> like, even though he did it himself, like, he looks so... Like, how somebody would look with thousands of bees on them. Yeah. That I don't know. crazy Oof. to me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, how only got stung once? I, I don't well, know. Probably because he had to stay completely 100% calm. Yeah. If he started to panic, it would have been a whole different situation. Ooh, yeah. You know? To the point where exactly. he'd probably have to go to the hospital. Right. And you don't ever really see the resolution with Hal. I guess he ends up okay. Yeah. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. But because he, the episode be. ends because Lois and Francis decided to go to the gay rodeo. Yeah. And Lois asks him, are you embarrassed to be seen with your mother? And Francis says no, but that's because nah. every other gay guy is there with his mother. <laughs> so <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was actually a pretty uh, sweet scene. Yeah, it was so nice. Yeah. And that's how the episode closes. It was a good episode. It was a good one. Not the best yet. But uh, yeah, good episode. I love... Um, Seeing little glimpses of how, in his past, of how he used to act before Lois. Yeah, yeah. Before Lois. Speaking of dogs him. howling. <laughs> yeah, it was a good episode. Um, it was cool to see uh, Lois and Francis interacting in person. Yeah. Which I don't even think we've ever seen at this point. I mean, maybe when he came home for the picnic, but really, anything else, not really. At the same time, it was kind of cool to see how. And the boy is all by themselves. Yeah. Do you trust your well? You have a girl too, but if you know, if, I do. if uh, you if you go away, does your household crumble? It does not crumble. 
<laughs> I have to say, my I have I have I have left my house for an overnight trip with 100% confidence. Fantastic. And that the children will at least be fed, taken care of. It's fine. Doesn't bother me. I I have probably left my husband for overnight trips and way too many times. That's why I was so shocked when they were like, oh, 18 years. That's wild to me. I think it's healthy to get away from each other for a bit. Sure. Yeah. But nonetheless, here we are. I was a little disappointed that there wasn't a better deep quote. Yeah, this was a tough one for you, huh? It's a tough one. Yeah. I like this episode, though. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was funny. I think I I put it up there with uh, some of the best. I feel like they're only going to get better from here. Especially if we continue to see Hal. (laughs) Yeah. I love Hal. And and I know like one of the last episodes we talked about, I talked about how like I can't, I couldn't fathom how nobody would like this show. But I kind of realized today that like, if you you didn't at least have a brother or, or a boy maybe, like you just wouldn't be able to relate to the experiences as much. Maybe. You know what I mean? Because they have all boys. Yeah. They have four boys. Four boys. like So possibly five. We don't really know. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Spoiler. We do know that eventually. We don't reveal uh, Jamie's sex. But good stuff. Um, Where can the listeners find us? Well, you can find us on Instagram at Podcast in the Middle and then on Trash Twitter at Pod in the Middle. Cesspool Twitter. <laughs> Cesspool Twitter. Um, we've got an email address, podcast in the middle at gmail.com. We're on all the major platforms Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play, or Google Music, um, and all the other weird ones. Um, yeah. Rate and subscribe. Shoot us a line. If you want to watch an episode with us? That'd be really fun. Yeah, well, we really appreciate the lessons from all over the world and all over the country, <laughs> as we've said. Yeah, it's been fun. It has been fun. Um, it has been really fun. Yeah, I can't believe we're almost done with season one. I know. We only have two it's episodes crazy. left. Yeah, it's insane. So thanks again for listening, and yep. we'll see you again in two weeks. Two weeks, we'll be back with uh, it's Monday, my it's favorite Monday. day of the week. All right. My favorite day of the week. All right. <laughs> Take care, y'all. Have a good one. Peace. Angela and Anthony. Maybe Linwood Boomer, too. We love Brian Cranston, as I'm sure you do, too. Angela and Anthony. Sorry for the shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston. Podcast in the middle.